I got great news, guys. Kim's got some news. It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 news. Get him, Kim. Thank you very much, yeah. Hey, sports fans, Cam Stewart with your news and betting update by Sports Grid. If you want an edge cappers, you know you got to get on the grid. Riverboat Ron has been tossed overboard. The Carolina Panthers have fired coach Ron Rivera today amid a four-game losing streak that essentially killed their playoff chances. Secondary coach Perry Fuel will be named interim head coach of the Panthers, while offensive coordinator Norv Turner will become special assistant to the head coach. Quarterback coach Scott Turner promoted to O.C., Rivera, coach of the year in 2013-15 and led the Panthers to a Super Bowl 50 appearance, losing to the Peyton Manning-led Broncos. But this franchise has been on a steady decline, will likely miss the playoffs for the third time in the last four years. Speculation suggested the 57-year-old was on borrowed time due to his resistance to analytics. Panthers owner David Tepper is a staunch supporter of analytics and the two butted heads. Rivera leaves the Panthers with a 76-63-1 career mark. Carolina at 5-7 meet rival Atlanta this Sunday in Week 14. Jerry Jones says Jason Garrett will coach in 2020. He didn't say it would be with the Dallas Cowboys, though. The battle coach still does not have a contract in place for 2020. Dallas, who miraculously sit atop the NFC East at 6-6, will close out the regular season with games against the Bears, Rams, and divisional tilts against the Eagles and Redskins. New York Giants co-owner Steve Tisch says today the change could sweep through the organization following the end of the season. The two-win Giants haven't won since week four, and GM Dave Gettleman and head coach Pat Shermer on the hot seat. The G-Men are 7-21 and in nearly two seasons with Gettleman and Shermer, both hired in 2018. In baseball, veteran left-hander Cole Hamill's on the free agent market for the first time in his 14-year career, and it may, may not be hard for him to find a gig. Hamill says he's garnered interest from multiple clubs in MLB, while on NBC Sports Chicago today, he even hinted at the possibility of joining the White Sox, the crosstown rivals to the Cubs. He also said uh, over half the teams in the league have reached out to him. The Cubs acquired Hamels from Texas back in 2018 at the trade deadline. He went 11 for 10 with a 3.30 ERA, 129 whip, 207 Ks, and 218 innings of work. Reports indicate Zach Wheeler is going to cash in. Cha-ching, cha-ching. The free agent righty has received at least one $100 million offer, and he will land a five-year deal in excess of that amount, according to Athletics' Ken Rosenthal. Among the teams pursuing Wheeler, lots of them too. The White Sox in the mix again. They're really going for it this offseason. The Twins, Cincinnati, Texas, and the Toronto Blue Jays added Rosenthal. Busy night in all leagues. NBA action, 7 o'clock. Let's rock. Detroit minus 3.5 at Cleveland, 216.5. Orlando at Washington. Wiz minus 2, 228. 730. We got Dallas minus 4 at New Orleans, 233.5. Miami at Toronto. Raptors, 4.5 point favorites, 212.5 is your total. 830 action. Houston minus seven at San Antonio, 233 and a half today. DeMar DeRozan thinks James Harden can score 100, uh, trying to butter him up before the game. Nine o'clock, we got Lakers in Denver. Nuggets minus two and a half, 208. 10 o'clock, Portland at the clip. LA Clippers minus nine and a half, 231 and a half. Busy night in college hoops. It's a Big Ten ACC showdown time. Good games on the schedule. We'll start with top 25 action seven. Houston at number 19, Dayton. Flyers minus 30 and a half, 166, 24. Butler. They're at Old Miss. Rebels minus one, 131. Game of the night at 730. Number one, Louisville hosting number four, Michigan. Cards minus five and a half, 139. Maryland East Shore at number 18, Baylor. Bears minus 35 and a half, 130. Nine o'clock, number 17, Florida State versus Indiana. Hoosiers minus one and a half, 136 and a half. Bradley at number 15, Memphis Tigers. <laughs> minus 12 and a half, 147. Big one in the ACC Big Ten Challenge, a game 930. 10 Duke versus number 11 Michigan State. Sparty minus 6, 144. 
Uh, NHL news, another huge blow to the Winnipeg Jets. Already thin core. Dmitry Kulikov is going to be out till the All-Star break, according to head coach Paul Maurice. Flyers forward Nolan Patrick believes he will suit up this season despite his migraine to headache disorder. The 21-year-old diagnosed in September. He's been out week to week ever since. Matt Stajan retiring after 14 years in the league. Frozen water games and betting lines tonight. Carolina and Boston. Bruins minus 155-6. Islanders at Montreal. Habs minus 125, six-year total. Mini at Florida Panthers minus 126. Vegas, we got minus 40 at New Jersey. Six and a half is your total. Toronto laying 15 cents at Philly, six and a half. Arizona at Columbus. Jackets minus 115, five is your total. Eight o'clock, Tampa at Nashville. Preds, 115, six and a half. Dallas laying 20 cents at Winnipeg, five and a half. Ottawa at Vancouver. Canucks minus 166. And Washington minus 115 at San Jose. Six and a half is your total. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage. He's on location at the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. We'll talk to Mike Blewett, and Gabe and I will break down the whole sports betting card tonight. Red Heat and Rage is on SportsGrid, and it's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Game time time decisions. decisions. All right, let's roll. Let's do this thing. Get on the grid. Sports grid. I'm Renzi. We're throwing it down here. FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands. We pick up the pieces uh, following the sports grid uh, holiday party, and I basically got uh, shocked on the grid uh, last night, uh, Cam. Listen, buddy, I did the show this morning. Um, I just told the crew here, I just told the boys, I said, man, I did the show this morning, but... I got through it. It doesn't mean I'm feeling better right now. <laughs> you know no, I mean? no, no, no. It always it's hits like, you later on. Like people think, oh, yeah, you woke up, and now you're probably better. Now it's like, no, 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 no. It gets no, worse. It's worse. Oh, of course Like, I'm does. one of these dudes. Like, I wake up. Like, you sort of still have the buzz. You know what I mean? I woke up. Sure. I'm like, oh, God, I'm kind of still, like, a little drunk here. <laughs> so not really drunk, but, like, the head spinning. I was fine. I'm like, all right, I'm not too bad. I'm all right. You know, sitting on a boat this morning, Kim. After when you're... You're hung over a boat, water? dude. Like, it's all yeah. wavy and stuff. Oh, yeah. We're bumping up and down. I see the same ferry, guys. They look at me like, oh, buddy. <laughs> like, normally Rough I'm night. all, like, I'm wide awake, Cam. I'm on my phone looking at sports stuff. This morning, man, I had my head down on a thing. And, uh, yeah, well, it was one of those days. Hey, it is what it is. I could tell but you got arrested, so I guess that's a good it's- thing. First of all, that's a victory, and I've known you for almost 20 years, and I can tell you, I think I can count on my t- hand the times you've won when you've called me, like, drunk betting, but you nailed it last night. I got those bets in when my buddy uh, Mike was at the door there. I, 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 as he comes to visit me, I was talking to you. We clicked that over in the football game. Seattle won. Pretty good night for you. So I think the account is building. That's a positive. Good way to shake off a hangover. Yeah, I'm not... I'm not... Uh... I can't lie. I'm going to be honest. It's kind of embarrassing. I didn't know I did that. You didn't know you called me? Well, I bet me? the end game over. No. Yeah, I put 100 bucks on it. Yeah, yeah. You go, put 100 bucks on it. I go, I try to get it in, and I went quick. <laughs> so I'll go. I'll go I was mad about losing the first half. All right. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, <laughs> you don't remember. Yeah, it's, pleasant, it's a pleasant surprise. It's a pleasant surprise. Oh, it's like, no, it was crazy, dude. You're like, ah, oh, you're telling me everything that's going on in the party. Cam, can you give me a hundred on that in-game over? I'm like, it's 50 and a half. You go, just do it, do it. I'm like, okay, I, 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 oh, yeah. let's take a click here. So things are uh, 
Yes, yes, building, building. There's a, a bigger number in there than than yesterday. Good right, news. Good, good. Very good um, news. Our boy Yang was throwing it down last night. I don't know. Yang's yeah, saying he's feeling right well, now. Is he, is he on the dance floor? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little jacked up a little bit myself, but uh, we're going to get through this today. I woke up with a hangover, and uh, I was spinning myself. I did a shower try to help me out, but, you know, it's all good, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, your key limes yeah, and prunes aren't going to shake this one off, Yank. You got to, you know? No. Yeah, it's definitely a tough one. Hey, it was a fun time. It was a good party. Yeah, we can't have parties on Monday nights. Or no, I don't have to get, like, blasted drunk on Monday night. No one forced me, Work but out. it's a holiday some guy to, What the hell are you going to do? Got to get a replacement. Oh, God. Mike Blewett was there. He'll be with us. Big man on campus will join us, too. Get on in. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. We're back to live action. Get on the grid, sports grid. Yeah, listen, it was a fun time last night. Thanks to uh, thanks to Lou and uh, and Mike uh, for the party last night. It actually was fun. Uh, it just got like you know, I wanted to take it easy and I didn't. I have no one to blame but myself. I apologize to uh, to anybody um, that uh, got. Uh, Caught in our crossfire <laughs> uh, last night. It's one of those deals, Cam. Like I cut my knee, my knees like all busted open, and uh, you know it is. Like I said, I'm not going to beat myself up over it too much. It's a Christmas party. They're only once a year. Yeah, normally there's going to be like some stuff that happens at a Christmas party, right? <laughs> like, For sure, it just is. There's usually, like, one person. Remember a couple of years ago, Corey got really, really ripped once in one of these things. Gabe, one moment that you, uh, I, don't want, I don't want you to forget was uh, as, we were, uh, discuss, as we were having a discussion last night, you go to the, you go to the bartender and you go, hey, shut up, pretty boy. Shut up, pretty That's boy. That's not good. <laughs> no, not good. <laughs> and I apologize to Greg. Yeah, I, I had to, like, it's one of those mornings this morning. I, I had to, uh, I had to, uh, like, fire off an email, Cam. It was, like, one of those days. Oh, it was I was that, like, oh, I, God, I think, yeah. I don't know. You, you know, you well, I didn't me. think it was. Yeah. No. You were probably like, even Brian. Brian here, he's eight. like, no. He, he goes, you were cheery with me. He goes, you were pitching yeah. about the game, but you are right. And I was yeah. like, no, yeah, no. Like, the first, because that's my big thing when I wake up, right? I generally, I don't get blasted like that, but I do. The first thing is like, all right, good. I didn't get arrested, number one, right? So it's like, I'm not arrested. Number two, it's like, man, did I go, was I on Twitter? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, that. nah, I really wasn't on Twitter much. I tweeted about how I never lose, and then 10 minutes later, I tweeted, except when I do lose. <laughs> yes. So, yes. you know, then there was one by one. Then it was like, all right, 
you know, I checked my money and stuff, and I don't know how I managed to spend money at a free party, but I did. Yeah. So I didn't have any money left, right? So <laughs> it's free. So there's no money. So I'm sort of like, check, check. I get up. I'm like, oh, God, my knee. Like, I, right away, I felt I got up. I'm like, man, I could see, like, blood and stuff. I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever, whatever. So I scuffed my knee, and then I was feeling pretty good about things, actually. I was like, you know what? We had a good time. I kind of, you know, I didn't lose money on the game. I had Seattle. I lost the prop. I was pissed off about that. I didn't, I sort of remember calling you, but I don't remember the bet. You know what I mean? And, uh. Oh, I put it in. And then my poor boy Frank this morning. He's like, hey, I hope we don't have any problems. Uh, I, I love Frank Stamp. Frank? I'm like, I, I, <laughs> you got Kai. He was there and, uh. I don't know. I called the bartender a pretty boy. What the hell do I know? I said to Frank. Yeah, you know what I mean? Point. I, yeah. yeah, so I apologize drunk, off the air. I apologize on the air. I apologize everywhere. Remember we were in Vancouver? Didn't you fly, fall down a flight of stairs? <laughs> Was it at the... What, what club I fell out of a I moving forget. taxi. Yeah, you fell out of a moving taxi. I remember that. That was in Vegas, I think, though. Yeah. I also remember you wasted in Vancouver. You go, let's have a race for 500 bucks. I'm like, Francie, you can't even stand. Like, we're outside the casino. And then, uh, and then, oh, yeah, I know what it was. You tripped down the stairs, and you're like, ah, and then you kick, and you, didn't you almost break your foot kicking like a garbage disposal? I'm like, wow, man, this guy, no, no, you no, get no, wasted. That, that unfor- unfortunately, that. unfortunately, that was another time. Yeah, I broke my foot. Unbelievable. And it was one million percent my fault. Like, I have no one to blame. Dude, I mouthed off to a cop. I came out of a bar, and I'm like, this town sucks. I'm all like, you know what I mean? (laughs) The bar closed like like at 12 or something. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, this town sucks. I'm standing on the corner bitching. And the cop's like, uh, hey, she's like, hey, buddy, why don't you watch your mouth or something? She goes, yeah, we get it. You don't like it here. Why don't you leave? She said something. And I actually told her to F off. I look over. I'm like, F off to a cop. And I'm like, this place sucks. I turn around. I boot the garbage can. All right. She says to, to, to us, she goes, I would arrest your buddy. But she goes, uh, I think he just broke his foot. And she started laughing. Wow. <laughs> I'm all like, yeah, yeah, screw you. So I sort of hobble away. <laughs> and she was right. I broke my foot. Yeah, yeah, you know, look, I'm much better than I used to be. I'm pretty positive and stuff. But um, there's always that left turn that can come, Cam. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I know. I know, buddy. You, you know my girlfriend. It's the same way. Like, you don't know who you're going to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes when sometimes when I drink with her, like we're having a great time, and I'll see her like in the horse book, like telling like the biggest guy to f off, you piece of like I'm like, and I gotta like almost fight this guy. I'm like, Sorry, she had a lot of vodka. It's okay. I go, honey, you can't put me in situations where you just hate everybody when you get w- drunk. Just when we're when we're, I told my buddy Forbes that too because we had different level of Forbes. We called him. I, I try to stay away from her. Oh, we're yeah, not yeah, really yeah, drunk. We've never clashed me and her because I'm well, smart and she's smart. I think we both know. Yeah, we kind of veer away, like yeah. as the night goes. Like, yeah. I was kept on telling you that stupid joke all the time too. She's like, "Hey, Gabe, take the Browns to the Super Bowl." You're like, "Yeah, I get it. Oh, yeah. Take the Browns to the Super Bowl." I go, "Honey, you said the joke twenty times." Like, 
he gets it. Browns the bowl. Anyway, my buddy used to my buddy used to go and piss in bar. Like we, I went to a bar with my buddy, and it was a nice place. Oh, you told me that he just whipped it out and started yeah, going at the uh... like so drunk he whipped it out. He didn't know where he was, and he pissed. These guys were literally gonna kill him, and I like talked it. I got us out of it. I'm like, this guy's got a drinking problem. Please don't kill him. Like you know. And after that, I go, bud. Like I love you since we were kids. We can't go out together. Like we can't. If you urinate in a bar, like I can't drink with you. He's way better now. Now when he comes to my house, I see the look in his eye, like it's starting to turn, and he leaves. Like he knows now. Like there's that voice that you can listen to. Sometimes people don't listen to it though. That's the thing. Like he knows when he's gonna go squirrely now. So he's better. Yeah. The story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who's differently? I, I, I fall asleep. It is what it like is, happy. like I said. Yeah, like my brother used to like beat me up when he got drunk and stuff. You know, the guy left me on the side <laughs> of a highway. Dude, the guys in Tofino, BC, Gabe, you know how hard it is to get home? Like, it took me two days to get home. I had to hitchhike. Some guy wanted me <laughs> to sell a moisturizer for the church. I'm like, is this guy a serial killer? I had to walk back from the ferry to my buddy's place in East Bend. It took me about four hours. Yeah. The thing is, like, Cam, like, nightmare like, even me. if you're drunk, like if you do something crazy, like the judge doesn't care. You could still end up oh. in a bad situation. Oh. Like, you know how many guys like are in jail? Like, oh, yeah, I got into a fight. I killed someone. I don't even remember. It was a bar fight. Like, you know what I mean? He's dead. Like stuff can happen. I, you know, I, I got to make better decisions. Look, I don't generally do this. You know me. I'm much better than I am. I've grown up. I can tell but you the time I've known you, you're I mean, it's times irresponsible. Yes, I really am. You know what I mean? There's, but still, like, it's, I, uh, I got to grow up. So, um, you know, like, about you. six months ago, I got to a big thing with a taxi driver once, and, you know, it was my fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you so, admit it. Some people never admit it's their fault. Yeah, That's no, no, I know. Like I said, I'm not happy. Like, like oh, God. Yeah, you know. It's their fault. And if they don't listen and keep on doing it, the definition of insanity is repeating the same procedure over and over. Drinking's a lot like gambling, Gabe. It's very similar. We talk about it. it we is. know what we should and should do, but we do, you know we do it. And no, I, I've, I've talked to a lot of people. It's I got a lot of drinking. Uh, uh, bad situations with my family and friends, and uh, it's torn a lot of relationships apart, actually. So that's the thing. Not everyone can... Uh, booze is not a great thing for everybody. It should be, but no, it turns, it's, man. It's bad. It turns. It's, it's bad. Broken. Like I said, I really... I don't like... I don't drink. I really don't. Like, you know what I mean? And I don't, it's and drinking. if I do, I generally do it alone. It sounds crazy, yeah. but not like depressed alone drinking, but so I don't. So I'm not a jerk to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't be because I'm not there. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I get it. Like, uh, I just, I overreact to every little thing. Like, in my mind, I'm like, God, this guy's trying to screw me. You know what I mean? I become yep. paranoid, I think, when I that's drink. What le- that's what like I said, like a, a slight, like, a slight, you look at me, and when I'm drunk, I'm thinking, ah, oh, this guy's giving me the look. I and like, the fight. You know, like, I, I take everything. I'm over defensive. You know what I mean? Funny. That's the press with exactly like Lisa. When she drinks, she gets parents. And I say, relax. Everything's cool. This person doesn't want to kill you. It's all good. All right, Mike Blue will join us. I was he had a few part. casual drinks like a normal person. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Sportsbook, where listeners of this show get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. One, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. Two, make the deposit. And three, place your first bet at DraftKings. will match it with a 50% bonus up to 500 bucks. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet up to 200 bucks. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for full details. And guys, you know you need that edge. It's time to get on the grid and find us on YouTube at SportsGrid Network. All fantasy and sports wagering all the time. And on Instagram at SportsGrid TV. And it sounds like the horse players got some action going down. Mike Blewett's on the line, Morenci. Yeah, Dayton, Dayton Raceway. Oh, um, they got it all going on here today. Yeah, Dayton, Dayton Raceway. All right, uh, so uh, Mike Blewett uh, now steps up and enjoys us. Mike uh, was uh, at the party uh, last night, but we'll get into uh, Ron Rivera uh, getting let go. Uh, the New Jersey Devils fired their coach as well. It's a, yep. it's a, uh, it's a uh, bad day for coaches. Uh, Mike Blewett, though, uh, steps up and in. How you feeling, Mike? I'm doing all right, boys. Uh, I, I maybe I'm I, I'm a little worse for wear today, uh, only because I slipped on the ice when I was on my way home, and I fell on my back, so I'm not feeling that great uh, physically. But uh, wow. I'm ready to rock. Do you think you would have fallen on the ice if you weren't leaving a party? <laughs> it's a it's a fair question, and one I've asked myself several times today. But uh, I think it's difficult to separate the one from the other. But I know I wouldn't have fallen if the ice wasn't on the steps of the train station. I actually did it. It's funny. I did it after a radio Christmas party like years ago, but it was like an ice storm and stuff. So people were falling everywhere, but I like face planted leaving this place. Like I had two black eyes the next day and stuff. It was bad. Like, like it looked like I got killed, uh, which evidently I nearly did last night. Uh, But uh, that's besides the point. Um, so, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera yeah. let go. I'm not surprised, actually. I'm not surprised that uh, he's, you know, I knew they were going to make a change. Yet. They sort of had to make a change. He's not a bad coach. I don't think he's a bad coach. I just think that, you know, he'd been there a long time. They'd been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, it's just, you know, they needed, they needed to fresh things up. And another thing is, too, he's not the most modern guy. Right, I mean, I have all these sort of Good modern point. coaches and play calling, and he's, you know, so he's sort of like old school, North Turner. I totally understand them wanting a fresh approach, but I'm somewhat surprised they just didn't wait till the end of the year to do this. I mean, they're not making the playoffs anyways, yet there's just no spark with that team. So, you know, it was going to happen, so I guess, hey, it happened today instead of happening next month or whatever. But uh, what's your take? Yeah, on? I mean... They they were five and three. They lost four in a row to the the most recent one being losing to a, an obviously dysfunctional Washington team who is without a permanent head coach themselves. 
he's 76 and 63 and one over the course of his first eight seasons and obviously got to the Super Bowl as a two-time coach of the year so the resume is there for him to potentially get a job next year uh, I'm not terribly surprised at the timing you and I were sitting there on Sunday saying man if they if they lose this one he could be gone. Yeah. So we were actually talking that in the context of the game as it was going on on Sunday. Yeah. And it's a new owner. We know he was going to make wholesale changes. Even if the Panthers got to like an 8-8 eight and eight or a 9-7 and seven and missed the playoffs, I think Rivera was going to be out. Um, and I, I would expect GM Marty Herney will be gone eventually. Um, and it's just a matter of whether or not David Tepper believes in keeping Cam Newton around. Uh, in the future, or if Cam Newton is on to potentially a second act somewhere else. By the way, Mike, you sound Cam, very, Mike, very Mike clear right. today. Very clear today. Oh, that's Gabe, good. Yes, your, he does. You point, sound very good. No, honestly, like you sound crystal clear. And Gabe, to your earlier point, you're exactly, you both hit the nail on the head. The story today basically said Rivera and the owner, they had different philosophies. Rivera's old school, and the guy goes, I want you to implement analytics. He's like, no, it's not for me type of thing. The guy was playing with borrowed time, so... To your point, Gabe, he didn't really adjust. Like, he didn't have to go all the way, but he wanted Ron to kind of like, you know, let's go. Let's get a little more modern. Let's try this. And Ron was very stuck in his ways and cost him his gig. The thing is, the thing is, he is a good coach. And there was success. And the grass isn't always greener. Like, you know, like Ron Rivera will get hired somewhere else probably pretty quickly. Oh, for sure. Like, he'll probably be a coach next year. Just because he brings credibility. You know that your team will be good. You're not going to be bad. You know, can he put you over the top? He did take a team to the Super Bowl. But now if you're Carolina, Rivera's out. Kyle Allen's not the future there, Cam. And I don't think Cam Newton is either. So, you know, actually, I think this is what they need. If you look at the Panthers, guys, you know, you got McCaffrey. You've got DJ Moore. you got Samuel. They're all very young. Right? They're young players. Like, they've got young skill position core players. Cam Newton's not old, but he's he's beat up. I don't know, like, well, if he's going to be refreshed next year and and another shot, but it's it's a decent roster, uh, Mike and Cam. Like, it's not like, you know, you can their win with this roster. Old, I can though, see Cam. their frustration. It their is. Defense You're right. is getting older. Like, Luke Keekley's a great player and one of the best. Like, people don't talk about it, in my opinion, underrated. On the offense, uh, the Sasquatch, Greg yeah, Olson. Yeah, he's not like getting he, any younger, yeah. No, they're, they, that's the problem. I look at Carolina's defense. they got a couple good guys, but they're an aging team that really has to draft well, Mike, in the next couple of years. Because, on the defensive uh, side of the ball, know, on the defensive side time. of the ball, you're right. They are getting a little bit older. Keekley's still a, an elite player, but, you know, they, they signed Gerald McCoy on a one-year deal. They have Mario Addison there uh, at the defensive line, Kwan Short. So they have some guys that are talented, but it is getting older. The defensive backs, they have replaced with younger players. Um, Eric Reed is there, obviously, um, but I don't know that it, you would call it an elite defensive backfield. So, look, there, there's jobs available. We, we, we would expect, uh, as of right now, that Atlanta, the Giants, Washington, the Chargers and Jacksonville will likely be openings. I'm not saying the Giants are definite, but uh, based on what's happened here the last two years, you would think they would strongly consider making a change. So would Rivera fit in any one of those five? Probably not Atlanta because they're moving on. They'd likely move on from a defensive-minded coach. Um, Would he play in New York? I don't know. Washington, I don't see it necessarily. 
but uh, I don't know. You know, I, the Chargers might be looking for something flashier than Ron Rivera since they're in Los Angeles now. And uh, yeah. Jacksonville is that the kind of old school guy that Tom Coughlin wants? Maybe. I, I, Rivera seems like the type of guy that the giant ownership would like. Yeah, you I know, agree. like credible, yeah. not flashy, not you know too old, you know, not overly analytical. It's like the Giants just are the Giants, man. They're that's just who they are. They're like the Matlock of the NFL. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. They don't want. I, don't, I can't picture them I don't know. wanting this modern stuff. But Matt they have Daniel Jones. Game. Matlock's yeah, no, stupid, that's true. but he that's wins good at the end. He's uh, they're the, they act like Matlock, but they don't get the results that Matlock does in his Rivera, final soliloquy as he buries the defendant. Yes, Rivera and Quinn are similar. Yeah, you know, and I think Rivera's got a better body of work, but they're just similar in the sense they've been there a while. They went to a Super Bowl. They lost. They were given a chance to get back after it. All right, there was the hangover, but we'll give you another year and then another year. And, you know, let's be real. Is Ron Rivera taking the Carolina Panthers back to the Super Bowl? No. You know, is Cam Newton taking – I mean, that's why you always have to just be realistic with this stuff. Is Cam Newton taking the Carolina Panthers back to the Super Bowl? You have to say no. Right? So get a new coach, get a new quarterback, and you have the skill position players and – uh you know, you could be a good team. Now, the Atlanta Falcons, same thing. To me, the Falcons are good. They have a lot of talent. Quinn clearly can't get through to them anymore. And Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan's a problem because Matt Ryan's numbers are good. So, you know, it's not like it's hard to say Matt Ryan's the problem there, but it's to me, Matt Ryan is one of the problems there. It's it's very similar to Phillip Rivers. And it's funny. It's, yeah. I was ahead of the curve with this. Remember, Cam, I've been saying for years, the weakness of the Chargers is Phillip Rivers. Like, he's the reason they lose. And now everyone's like, oh, Phillip Rivers is terrible. Matt Ryan's sort of getting there. You see the same thing, Cam. Like, oh, big the balls are slow. They get batted down. He can't complete anything. He can't scramble. It's just time's catching up to Matt Ryan a little bit now. And defenses know what he does. He's never changed anything of his game. It's like him... Stafford, Rivers, they're just all kind of the same guy. And I think they're sort of at the end of the line here. Yeah, but yeah, Ryan's, Ryan's contract Ryan's contract is going to keep him there for a while, at least a couple of more seasons. Yeah. So I, I, I don't necessarily point it all to him. He does have this odd trend in his career, though, where in the odd years – he he regresses and in the even years he plays well i i can't for the life of me figure it out but if you go back for the last eight seasons you'll see good season bad season good season bad season i would count this as a bad one because he's working on the 20 touchdowns and 12 picks right now um it was really bad earlier in the season now the offensive line is terrible that's to his defense the line really is bad that, that's my problem, though. That's the thing. Like, when people talked about Eli Manning, well, the line, if he has time. Any quarterback, if he's got time, no one has time. Like, Russell Wilson doesn't have time. Lamar Jackson doesn't have time. Oh. Josh Allen doesn't have time. Like, you know, you don't have time. That's the deal in the NFL. So this, you know, these guys, well, he never has time. But to his defense, he really has no time. Like, there's they, times, they man, where they snap the They drafted two offensive linemen in the first round this year. And that's a problem. So they're working on it. And, you know, I'm just going to say, though, that it's a problem, Mike, that uh, the GM might have to go, too. 
I think you know, I think Atlanta. Think, they might yeah. let uh, the GM go and the coach go. Tom Dimitrov. Yeah, I, I, I think that. I think that is that a got, really interesting. Go ahead. It's a good point, Mike. Sorry to sorry to interrupt, but here's the thing, Gabe. This is the perfect point. So when Dimitrov came off, he's one of these young, new, outside the box thinkers, and it worked for a while. But then it doesn't. And he's been bad ever since. Look at McVay and, with the Rams. Same thing. They anointed this guy a genius. Well, what have you done since? The NFL eventually catches up with you, Mike. I'll get your opinion on the other side, but Dimitrov basically got a couple good things, but they hailed him as this uh, the next coming. I'm not so sure. Get on the grid. Sports grid. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Back to live action, fellas. Thank you very much. Yang. Uh, get on the grid, uh, sports grid. Um, my boy Pete uh, fires off tweets. Actually, pretty interesting. He, looks for the, he said, look for the Bills to bring in Ron Rivera to be a con- uh, consultant type uh, role for the next of the year. He's very close to McDermott. And that's interesting. Uh, interesting dynamic there. He might be tired, though. He might just want to take it easy for, like, the rest of the season and get ready for interviews, um, you know, in the offseason. But the Buffalo Bills pretty much are the Carolina Panthers, right? McDermott was the D.C. there for six years. Um, Brandon Bean, the, uh, the general manager of the Bills, was the assistant general manager and the had like, pretty much head of scouting or, like, drafting, et cetera. And, you know, you look like Josh Allen, kind of similar to Cam Newton, right? They brought in quite a few, actually, Carolina Panther players over the years um, since McDermott's been there. They, they sort of draft the same type of players. They're like big guys, and, you know, there's a lot of similarities there. Um, so Rivera's on the out. The next football game coming up is uh, Thursday night uh, football. As uh, Jerry Jones... And you know, Jerry Jones is an idiot, man. Like, he really is. He's and it's funny because big, Jerry Jones, you're, you're yeah, so it's like right. he's the problem. He is. Like, you know, Stop it's talking. funny because Jerry Jones gets criticized a lot. Yet, in reality, he's actually put together a very good team. You know, like, Jones is in charge of everything. And they have, they do have a very good roster. But he doesn't help his situation, man, when he publicly does this stuff every week. Creates this circus-like environment. And, you know, like you you mentioned it, Cam. Like, he overreacted. You lost to the Patriots, man. And you played well. It was a close game. You lost to the Patriots and Fox, bro. He flips out on a short week. They don't have a chance of being um, of beating Dallas you know, with all the chaos going on in a short week. After the Dallas game, Jerry Jones goes into the room, freaks out, breaks into tears, starts crying. And starts talking about how Jason Garrett's his guy. And about how, you know, they're going to turn it around with Jason Garrett. 
And now, Mike and Cammy's talking about, well, Jason Garrett will be coaching in the NFL next year. But, you know, like sort of that <laughs> coded weird <laughs> stuff that just yeah. – and they got another game coming up here. It's really ridiculous, Mike, yeah. how Jerry Jones is handling this year. It really is. He's Especially always, with the Eagles He's always just at losing. the center. It's just like – He's always at the yeah, center of the draw. Shut up, Jerry. Yeah, he's always at the center of the drama. I, I would I would say that, you know, what, what good is all this talent that they've accumulated if they're going to play like this? And it starts from the owner down. They've actually done a good look. When when Jason Garrett was knocking out those the six and ten and the three consecutive eight and eight seasons, we didn't think. It, certainly, nobody on this in this conversation thought he was a great coach. But the stakes were lower then. Because we knew they didn't have the entire team that it took to compete for a Super Bowl. Now, people are saying that this type of talent could be a 12-win team, could go to the Super Bowl. There's certainly people that picked Dallas to go to the Super Bowl this year. And they're 6-6. Six and six. The owner never stops talking. The coach is on a hot seat that has to be impossible to deal with because he's sort of getting cover from the owner, but then the owner undercuts him by saying he's coaching in the NFL next year. Well, is he coaching for your team or not? What do you care if he gets another job? Is he coaching for your yeah. team or not? You're running this team. So shut up. Um, exactly. I, it, it's been since 1996 that this stuff has been going on. I'm going to tell you guys too. I, I think Ezekiel Elliott, I'm just going to come out and say it. This guy doesn't work hard. I, I don't think he's working hard enough, Gabe, or distracted, or there's something going on in his life. Just watching him, missing on patterns, him and Dak Prescott are way off a page. There's been critical games down the stretch where plays weren't even close. It's like he's running the wrong pattern. I don't understand what's going on. He has the most talent. I think he's got a lot going on elsewhere. That's just my take on things, but I think there's a big problem there. He's not the same guy. There's something going on. He's uh, he's erratic. We'll say that. And yes, the thing is, too, it's like all this talk. All right, Jerry. And listen, we all know Jason Garrett isn't a you know he's he's not as bad as people say he is, but he's he's not going to take him to a Super Bowl either. They're just you know yeah. He does him and Kellen Moore. They'll have a good week, and you think, wow, they actually got pretty innovative, and they always just revert back to who they are. They just can't they can't help themselves. Yet, if I get it, it's the Dallas Cowboys, the big-time job. Urban Meyer said he would take the job. Not that I'm saying he's a candidate for it, but Urban Meyer said there's certain jobs that you can't say no to, and the Cowboys are one of them. Yet, at the same point in time, guys, how many coaches want to deal with this stuff with, with Jerry Jones? Right? So what, if I lose, you're going to be crying on TV, and then you hate me, you love yeah. me? It's just... It's not like he's going to be able to get, you know, as, as glamorous as that job is, there won't be as many people lining up to get it as he thinks. Like, he'll almost yeah, have to do first-time coaches, you know? That's yeah. right. Guys who, want, who, guys who want to have more input into the selection of players and the organization as a whole are not going to want that job. He really is looking for somebody that's going to just play by his rules. Yes, I, I've always thought for a long time, and I'm not the only one to say it, that the dynamic for the players, when they know that they can usurp the head coach and go directly to the owner to have significant conversations, yeah. is damaging. It's damaging to yes. the whole t entire organization and to the team and to the coach in particular.
Yeah, yeah. We've seen this. You're right. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's like that in any business, actually, right? And look, I've done yeah. it myself. I've done it myself. You know, you know, someone tells you something, it's like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? The owner runs everything here anyways, right? I mean, I, yeah. and I've made that mistake. And, it, you know, right, and it's just sort of a breakdown as a whole. But that's, that's the way Jerry runs it, right? And Lincoln Riley makes the most sense now. He really does. Only because mm-hmm. of this that Lincoln Riley's never coaching the NFL. He's young. He'll get a ton of money out of it. He'll think, well, it won't be that bad dealing with Jones. And, you know, for the first few years, I think you could have a good relationship with Jones. But ultimately, you got to realize that, you know, he's not going to change. He's a crazy billionaire who acts like a crazy billionaire, you know? That, that's just what he does. Yeah. What about Gus Malzahn with all those Arkansas ties? Gus Malzahn? Are you kidding uh, me? No way. No, I'm not, not suggesting it's a good call. I'm suggesting it's the type of guy that Jerry would want. No, sorry, but I got to be to be real. I, should, I was he, just thinking as Gus no, no, Malzahn. No, no. I, I don't think Cowboys, it's a good call. I'm, say, I'm suggesting no, guys that, Coach that would fit that profile. Yeah. Well, Gus Malzahn's actually pretty much a big egomaniac, though. Gus Malzahn would tell him, I, I, want, I want complete control and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, well, he won't get it. Listen, I don't think Gus Malzahn's not even going to get fired from Auburn. I mean, they just beat Alabama. And, uh, I'm not saying you know, he's got getting good, fired. I'm saying Dallas No, no, Cowboys I know. Well, guy. a lot of people a lot of people wanted him to get fired. There was a lot of talk about him getting fired. He's been pissing people off at Auburn for years. Uh, right. But Lincoln Riley... And it almost seems too obvious. I don't know if Jerry would want to do it. It's pretty bold. It's a bold move to do. And hey, who knows? Does Lincoln Riley even want to leave Oklahoma? I mean, the kid's got a he's got a pretty good thing going there, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. you make a the ton, Colts you make defensive more money coordinator. In Matt, um, it's an easier. It's not easy, but it's an easier gig than being an NFL head coach. That's for sure. Oh, it's. Oh, you yeah, know, Tom Stoops did like 9.30 to 6.30 every day. He, he, had a, he had a rule at Oklahoma. The coaches dropped the kids off at school. We get to work at 9.30. Everybody goes home at 6.30. That's why Stoops was never going to the NFL. He had a great thing going. Now, XFL thing might be a little weird for him, but he, he never wanted to go to the pros because he didn't want to work that. He didn't want to live that lifestyle. Belichick and look, Cam, the highest paid coach, day. the highest paid coach in the NFL is Sean Payton. Oh, he was Sean Payton. Now it's John Gruden. I always forget about Gruden's insane yeah. $10 million a year deal. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Gruden, Gruden's got $10, $10 million. He's the highest paid coach in the NFL. That's sort of standard for college, like for top college guys. What's Dabo's Like Saban makes 12. Dabo makes 12. 12? 12 million. Yeah. But so he gets 12 million. Harbaugh's in that range, so they're all like in that 12, 13, right, 12, 11, 12. Plus, though, plus, you're getting free tuition for your kids, free cars, free house, you know what I mean? Like, these coaches get everything written in their contract. Yeah, I get a free free, uh, golf membership at the local place. You you lease the house for me. You pay the rent for the lease. Um, You know, my kids go to your school uh, Dabo Swinney signed it. In April, Dab- Dabo Swinney signed a $10 million, 10-year, $92 million deal 
running through 2028. And to your point, there's housing allowances in there. He can do camps. Yeah, I'm sure he's got, um, you know, he's got an apparel deal of some sort, uh, per- perhaps worked into that. So, um, as, and as you said, probably free country club membership, the whole deal. And that I'm sure the house is minutes from campus. You know, they all want to be uh, right down the street. I, I know NFL. I, I know from you don't get my, that. Yeah. <laughs> nope. No, sir. Maybe the maybe the country club membership, maybe, but yeah, uh, yeah. you got to buy your own house and, and all that stuff, and, and you're working that much harder, obviously. Now, I, I would also say, too, that, you know, I know from experiences um, in just knowing Boston College coaches because BC is located in a very affluent area, and those houses are extremely expensive, the coaches and the athletic directors – you know, of the high-profile programs, at least, they get those houses, uh, you know, written into the contract. So that's certainly a big deal. Well, college, college is just a free-for-all, like, you know, the, yeah, the overall exactly. system of people, other people paying. But, yeah. all right, so we got uh, the Cowboys are playing on Thursday night football. Another high-profile yeah. game. They get the Chicago Bears. Cowboys are two-and-a-half-point favorites. There's no guarantee they can, they'll win this game. Garrett's just got to tune everything out. You mentioned Zeke Elliott, Cam. He's never really gotten going. They, but they don't give him the ball. And I'm not the biggest Zeke fan, but they'll yeah. give him the ball like nine times, and then they'll just stop. Like against the Bills, they just stop giving him the ball. And, you know, the game wasn't a blowout yet, and they took him out of the game essentially. Like they've sort of phased him out. I don't know. It's weird. The play calling hasn't been very good for the Dallas Cowboys, but uh, what's your take on the game, Mike? Uh, look, I, I think Dallas is a, a superior team to the Bears. I, I don't know how dysfunctional they are right now. Obviously, that was a the Bills are a really good team, but that was a uh, it just felt like a dysfunctional performance last Thursday. Does that continue for the rest of the year? The reality of this season for them is they are underperforming right now. They haven't beaten any good teams. Their their wins right now, they beat the Giants twice. They beat the Lions. They beat Washington and Miami and Philly. None of those teams are having good seasons. A few of them are having awful seasons. So um, can they step up against a, a at least a reasonably competitive team on the road? They're going to have to. But I, I, I almost don't know what to do with Dallas at this point because I wonder if we're seeing it all unravel before our eyes at, at, at this rate. I'd jump on it now because I wouldn't want to give any more than two and a half. I just don't yeah. have any confidence in the Bears. I kind of lean with the Cowboys here, Cam. I They're do a good too. road I team. Do yeah, I, I prefer them. I, hey, they had problems with uh, Mr. Blau, Gabe. The Lions were like marching on the Bears. So I, I like the Cowboys. I like it a lot. Would it surprise you if Dallas lost them? No, it wouldn't. No. no, it wouldn't <laughs> shock me, but they're a better team. And listen, the Cowboy players need to come together. They need to tune Jones out, too. Thanks, Mike. All right, boys. Take care. Have a good one, Mike. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. 
All right, level one is winding down here. Uh, big man on campus will join us in about 10 minutes. College basketball. Uh, yeah, big night of uh, college basketball tonight. Uh, big 10 ACC challenge, Cam. And listen, no team has really had a better start to the year than the Michigan Wolverines have had. Um, they might have got their ass handed to them by Ohio State on the football field. Uh, but their basketball team, Jawan Howard, of course, member of the Fab Five, has been a longtime assistant coach in the, in the NBA now. Well, he had a long NBA career, and he was an assistant uh, with Miami Heat. and You know, so he's been around LeBron and Spolstra. He's doing a great job. Phil Martelli, St. Joe's coach, is the assistant camp. Just to have a little college experience there. Martelli handles, like, some defensive stuff. He's opened it up. Michigan, they run now and stuff. So they're more athletic. They're scoring more points. And uh, they haven't lost a game yet. And they've beaten some really good teams. They won the Battle of Atlantis. And, uh, you know, it's crazy. They weren't even ranked in the top 25. And they went not from not ranked all the way to ranked fourth. So now they're ranked fourth. Now they're on the road tonight, though. But how hard is this, Cam? You go to the Bahamas. You play three games in three days. You win all three against North Carolina, Gonzaga. Who else did they beat? Um, another big-time team. Um, now you come back, and you have to go to Louisville, who are, oh, yeah, the number one team. Yet it's one of these deals you could say, is it a bad spot for Michigan? Or is it like, how do you not take Michigan as an underdog? I can sort of see the argument on both sides. I think I'm going to take the second. I think uh, what Michigan did there, and you saw the celebration after winning the tournament. Howard's having fun. The players are having fun. It seems like a different. I'm not saying John Beeline was a good guy, but he's kind of older and serious. Howard gets the kids. They play for him. I'll be taking the points with Michigan tonight. I know it's very tough to get a win in Louisville, but you know what? I got to take the points with the Wolverines. You going wild at Dover Downs? Yeah, I'm looking at the. What's going on there? I'm looking at the total. It's uh, yeah, Dover Downs. Yeah. Down the stretch, yeah, it's quite a pretty busy crowd here actually for uh, for this early, considering it's all B and C and D tracks. All right, uh, our main man will get us caught up to date. Oh yeah, thanks for reminding. And uh, big man on campus will join us as well. We'll get into the devil stuff in the second hour too.